Hey, what's up everyone? Ben Standig here, coming to you guys on a Friday night. Why am I coming to you on a Friday night? Having already recorded an emergency podcast today on the news that Kyrie Irving is saying he wants out of Cleveland? Well, it's got to be something big, and obviously it is big news of the day. Great news for the Washington Wizards and the fans. John Wall reveals, announces, after others had already reported it, but John Wall announces that he has signed his extension, his Supermax extension. He will be with the Washington Wizards for the next five years with a player option in year six. He is, if he if he plays out the full extension, it will be six years, 200 and I believe five million or 204 million over that time. The extension is that four for 168 we've talked about. That Supermax that he earned by by being named third team All-NBA. You had to make one of the All-NBA teams. He did. So that is done. Um, now, because I've already done the Kyrie Irving one today and it's late on a Friday, I'm not going to do a whole full-blown John Wall podcast. We've talked about it plenty. I, to be honest, I, we talked about it a little bit in the Kyrie podcast, and I actually think I may have said I don't know if he's John Wall's going to get this done soon. I do wonder how much that Kyrie news changed things. It, it, you'll hear if you want to continue to listen. I mean, Bobby, uh, My friend Bobby Bancroft and I, we had a good conversation about this. But Kyrie Irving says, um, told Cleveland, hey, I want to be traded. I want to go to a, a place where I can be the guy. Essentially, he's going to break up that team that's made the finals three years in a row and won the NBA championship two, uh, two, year, two years back. I do wonder what that what that news does for John Wall. Now, look, t- Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Wizards, he said there'd be, he was ho- hoping there'd be no drama. He predicted John Wall would sign the extension. That was on Wednesday. It's, he did it on Friday. So it's very possible that Ted was giving us the, what was he was telling us what was going to happen. That hey, look, this is kind of coming, but I'm not going to tell you that. Um, there you go. And when we talked to John Wall out in Las Vegas, you know, I took it. He said flat out, "Look, I every, people know where I want to be. I love DC. I just gotta I gotta be patient." Oh, I guess I should say here before I forget, John Wall was on the in, he went on he put up a video, posted it on uninterrupted. Um, I I jotted down a few things he says. He says, uh, letting you all know, I knew I wasn't going anywhere. I love being in DC. I love, uh, I love the, my team, the amazing fans. I think he said he loved the, the, uh, the ownership in the front office. He says, I just had to think it out with my, think it out, he said, with his friends and family. Then he says, quote, you all know what I'm going for. Definitely going to bring you all the championship. That's my ultimate goal. Not going to stop until I get it done. Peace and love. So that was John Wall on the, on the, uh, his, on, if you look at his Twitter account, you can find the video on Uninterrupted. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I wonder, you know, maybe we'll find out at some point, but how much did John Wall, was it was this happening regardless in terms of just this week, or how much did the Kyrie Irving news sort of kick things in the gear? Because if Kyrie Irving does leave Cleveland, I mean, we have no idea what the return could will be. Kyrie Irving's a heck of a player and all that, and he should be worth a lot on, on the open market, and I'm sure a lot of teams are, are, are looking to make a move to acquire him, but you never know how that how that works. What's the best thing they can get? How will those pieces fit with LeBron James and Kevin Love and so on? Um, so the you know I won't say that the East is wide open because as long as LeBron is in Cleveland, if assuming that's the way it goes, then um, you know they're the, they're still the team to beat. But nonetheless, I think you got to view it as um, things are a lot more interesting right now uh, at, at today than they were even. Um, an hour ago. 
Now, uh, this also means that Otto Porter's reign as being the highest paid player on the Wizards is done after eight days. Um, yeah, technically Otto Porter will make the most money, I believe, over the next two seasons. But he's getting four for 106. John Wall, he was two for 37 before he signed this. Now, like I said, it's like six for, uh, 204, 205, I think. So, you know, I, I guess you could look at it however you want. I'm going with the big money. I'm pretty sure Otto Porter's not trading checks with, uh, or contracts. I'm sorry, let me take that back. I'm pretty sure Otto Porter would trade contracts with John Wall if he could. Um, I'll, I'll also in terms of Otto Porter, you know, glad we could put to bed this idea that John Wall can't stand Otto Porter the way that some people were trying to phrase it the way I, when, when John Wall made those comments about Paul George. Once again, John Wall said something that he probably shouldn't have, but people overreacted to it. Um, you know, I mean, he said the truth and sometimes people don't want to hear the truth. It didn't necessarily mean it was negative to Otto. Uh, Otto said the right things about it. I, I, you know, from what I, I'm, the way somebody phrased it to me once, look, he's human, so it is what it is. But he seemed in good spirits when, uh, when, when he just got his big contract. You know, they, everybody seems like they, you know, get along, but bottom line is John Wall is staying. That's the big news. The Wizards are keeping their core intact. And, uh, look, you know, whatever you want to say about the, 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 uh, the organization, you know, you got to give it up to the owner. He's put his money where his mouth is last two years, signing the three young pieces of this team, the big deals, John Wall, Bradley Beal, and Otto Porter. Uh, that's a lot of money he just shut out. I mean, just for, for, for Wall and uh, Otto Porter this week, that's what, $273 million, right? Oh, that, I mean, that's, that's not... That's not nothing. So, you know, give it up to him. Uh, can't, can't talk about the owner not spending money. The Wizards are one of the, uh, the, the, the Wizards have some, uh, serious payroll going on. In fact, I'm going to try to look this up because I saw Bobby Marks, uh, from the vertical, uh, or sorry, the vertical from ESPN tweeted uh, this out earlier. So basically he tweeted a couple of things. He said, one, that John Wall's extension is the same as James Harden. James Harden was just already making more money these next two years, which is why it's, um, uh, it, it, he's, it, it comes across, I guess, that he's got a higher deal, I guess. Uh, guaranteed salary in Washington for the next four seasons. I guess this is in sequential order? It seems like it's backwards. He says 126 million, 126 million, 108 million, 98 million. Um, oh, I guess if, uh, yeah, okay, I guess because uh, other people, well, uh, Gortat's falling off, I don't know. In any event, the Wizards have spent a lot of money, uh, good for them, I mean, I, 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 as I said, I think I said in the, in the Kyrie interview, which I'll, I'll just get to here in just a second, I think I may have even said, I don't know if I think John Wall is signing before this year, um, the one part, and I said there's not a ton of incentive for him to do it. I guess in, in one way I'll, I'll, I'll cop to being wrong in that it all comes down to is he going to make the all-NBA team again? If he does, then he's good. If he doesn't, then he would have lost the opportunity for the Supermax and he would have been in the Paul George situation. So rather than wait a year and see where he was and then potentially be in the Paul George situation in every way, i.e. say, hey, I want out, he says, nope, let me take advantage of, the, of it right now. He signs it. Done deal. So congrats to John Wall. Uh, you know, congrats to the Wizards. We'll have more on this, of course, 
coming up here in the next few days. I just uh, I didn't want to bug anybody really on a Friday night to do a podcast, and I uh, figured I would just do one here really quick. So that's the big news. Now the other big news of the day: Kyrie Irving sticks with. Uh, or sorry, the opposite. John Wall saying Kyrie Irving is asking out um, of Cleveland. Uh, my guy Bobby Bancroft and I we get into it uh, for a little bit, talking about that scenario. And uh, you know, obviously, we, we I think we talked literally like seconds after the the news broke, so we didn't have too much time to, to ponder. But nonetheless, it's good news for the Wizards, you would think. All right, so here we go. Uh, getting to the uh, Kyrie Irving part of this, but big news: John Wall staying. In D.C. for at least the next five years and perhaps six. That's some news. All right, here we go. The Kyrie Irving thoughts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up, everyone? Ben Standick here for a, I guess, a pop-up edition of the Locked on Wizards podcast. I had done the podcast that I put up on Thursday from the Otto Porter press conference and thought, all right, we'll sort of cut the week there for podcasts in a week. Figure you guys are going to be away for the weekend. But some news just popped up. It's not Wizards directly related, but it's certainly very, very interesting in the Eastern Conference. And therefore, I thought it was worthy of, of discussing Specifically, that Kyrie Irving has apparently requested a trade from the Cavaliers. So, uh, as the news popped up, I was talking to my boy, the 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 the, the, the legend of the uh, Northern Virginia Soccer Leagues, the, uh, the, the 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 go-to analyst for all things Mikhail Hopkins, Mister uh, Bobby Bancroft, and and so Bobby, I was like, right, hang up the phone. I'm calling you back. We're we're gonna go podcast style. So here we are. You're driving in your your car, your truck. So I tell you, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving wants to be traded, and your first reaction was what? The door is wide open for the Wizards to get back to the NBA Finals. So literally, this this thing happened. So I, it was a tweet from Brian Windhorst. Let me give him full credit, of course, for the ESPN. And you know, sometimes you see these reports, and you have to take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt. I do kind of find, for what it's worth, the NBA guys. I mean, look, I, I think with any of these things, you got to know who you're listening to. But a lot of the NBA guys, I think, are pretty good. But if you're telling me Windhorse is talking about the, anything with related to Cleveland slash LeBron, it's pretty locked in, and he is, uh, and he is that. Now, so here, here, let me read you, Bobby, the top of this story. Oh, actually, before we get to that, uh, just just let me do the intro basics. Uh, you know, it's the Locked On Wizards podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter at Ben Standick. Bobby is at Bobby Bancroft. Find all the podcasts on iTunes or anywhere else you do the podcasting. Uh, and before I forget, uh, up next week, I still have in the bag. I, I talked to uh, Drew Hanlon, a, a trainer for uh, uh, Bradley Beal and Kelly Oubre. I'll put that up next week. I did a podcast with uh, our uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Patrick Ruby, who unfortunately we just found out today. He's got to look for work because they they cut Vice Sports altogether. I don't know how, how often, Bobby, you ever looked at that site, but apparently Vice Sports is no more, so that's another bummer for the industry. And, and a lot more stuff. No, so. 
definitely saw that, and I was very, I was very saddened by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let me read you this: the top of this Windhorse story. He says, Kyrie Irving is ready to end his run with the Cleveland Cavaliers, as league sources told ESPN that the guard has asked the team to trade him. The request came last week and was made to Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert. Irving has expressed that he wants to go play in a situation where he can be a more focal point and no longer wants to play alongside LeBron James, sources said. Damn! Dagger! Dagger's all over the place on that one. This would Well, be- I mean, that's obviously, that's obviously big news. One, how much is left on his contract? And two, if they do make a trade for him, it would have to be, obviously, for a, an incredible player. You know. So, it's not like Cleveland... You know, if they do trade him, it's not like they're going to trade him for, you know, Ramon Sessions. I, so, they would obviously be getting, you know... Absolutely. I mean, it's just an, it, it, it's, it's, it's a few things. First of all, well, Cleveland was the obvious favorite still in the Eastern Conference, right? Nobody's going to argue that. I mean, obviously, we've talked here a bunch about whatever the Celtics have done, you know, they're, you know, they're yeah. probably the team that's next best team, but I don't think anybody's saying, you know, the Gordon Hayward all of a sudden is going to take down LeBron James. And obviously, the Wizards, who we talk about the most on the Lockdown Wizards podcast, shocker, you know, I still think the Wizards can be a pretty good team, even though they didn't make any big splashy moves. But, you know, you're not viewing them as contending with Cleveland. Then you got Toronto sort of in there, and Milwaukee's interesting. But whatever, Cleveland's the clear team. Whatever now happens, if they do do trade Kyrie Irving, you're absolutely right. This could be a... uh, They're going to get back some good stuff. But fit is everything. I mean, one of the things I've talked... I I just wrote about earlier today for, uh, for FanRag Sports. I don't think they've put it up yet. This is about my one of my takeaways from the Otto Porter press conference. Uh, ironically enough, that I have Bobby here, uh, Ted Leonsis in that press conference he mentioned a, a quote he got a comment he got from from uh, George former Georgetown coach uh, John Thompson III saying there are some players who are high maintenance and low maintenance. Otto is no maintenance, and then Ted went on to say that Otto is such a good fit for John and Brad and the whole team. Fit is yeah, a very definitely. underrated part of all of this. I think too many people think you can just take four All Stars. Throw him on the court and it'll be fine. Um, to give LeBron credit, I don't always, not always the biggest LeBron guy, as people would say, but to LeBron's credit, it's almost impossible, it feels like, from a playing standpoint, to not fit in with him. Because he can do whatever is needed. He can score more, he can pass more, rebound, defend. So you really have to sort of be problematic to not fit. It did always feel the Kyrie thing was kind of weird because, you know, Kyrie has that sort of, you know, as he apparently indicates, he has that sort of go-to, uh, you know, lead lead player from a scoring standpoint mentality. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Look, they made the finals three years in a row. They won one, first one for Cleveland and forever. Uh, so, yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, now we have massive unknowns here. I'm, I'm going to s- search the internet really quick or Twitter while you uh, respond to all the gibberish I just said there. Yeah, I mean, from afar, it seems like they're sort of a perfect complement for each other because, as you know, you know, as, as as Kyrie's compared to John Wall a lot, they're not really the same kind of point guard type players. So when Kyrie becomes, you know, a great two guard, he's a great finisher around the basket. His shot making ability is ridiculous, and LeBron can be the, you know, basically the point guard at times. It seems like they work together really, really well. 
for him to want out, I don't know, maybe it's the pressure, maybe who knows what the, what, what, what the problem is, but it seems like going to the finals every year and being right there at the Warriors isn't a bad situation to be in. Who they would get for him, I have no idea now that Chris Paul has already gone away. I mean, I can't think of any other big names that are trying to get out of their situations other than Carmelo Anthony, maybe. And so, obviously, he's way different player than him. Absolutely. So looking here further into the Windhorse story, he says, um, so obviously Cleveland's dealing without a general manager. That's part of this whole equation as well. They, they, they dumped GM David Griffin, who while I think was being a bit overrated by the masses out there in terms of all he did, he, if you really look at a lot of the moves, I don't think they were that impressive. I mean, he, you know, he got LeBron James. Okay. I mean, you know, but anyway, but whatever, he seemed like a competent NBA executive at the moment. They don't have anyone. And so it says here that in this Windhor story that James was informed of Irving's request and was blindsided and disappointed, sources said. Other members of the team have learned of Irving's intentions in recent days as well. Um, you, you, you mentioned the Carmelo Anthony thing. I, I suspect that's going to be a main talking point for so many people trying to piece all this together in terms of what, what, what's the potential end game for Cleveland. Now, of course, Car- uh, Carmelo Anthony, not a point guard, um, you know, right. considering you have LeBron, you know, you don't need a John Wall, Chris Paul type point guard, but you do need the, no. the, 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 uh, you know, uh, a Patrick Beverly might do quite fine. You know what I mean? Like a guy who's a more of a defender and he can shoot a little bit as opposed to a guy who has to dominate the ball. And that's especially true if you ended up somehow with Carmelo Anthony. Um, but w- 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 so yeah, I mean, so, you know, we, we could wildly speculate like the whole world here right now, but. I mean, yeah, well, basically what you can think of is, like, okay, if they want to trade him, clearly they're going to get good a good player or good players for him. So that's kind of like the first person you think of, of that kind of name stature that wants out of his current situation. Um, have you had a chance to read what David Aldridge just tweeted? It did. It looks like uh, looks like he's – Kyrie's so- urgent. Yeah. Kyrie's agent basically admitting that they did have a meeting and that's all he's going to admit. Right, right. Focus on the road. What are you doing over there? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, but stop I know. I'm, I understand. I'm, 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 I'm. I have a bad habit of doing that at a stoplight as well. But anyway, yes, yeah, so that's that as well. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, so okay, but you know, to, just to sort of swing this to the Wizards' perspective, you know, uh, you know, one thing I thought about with the, with, you know, when Boston made its moves, and again from. Boston's looking at it in terms of Cleveland, right? They're not trying to worry about the Wizards. They're, 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 they're trying to get upwards, you know, up, go up a step to Cleveland. I totally get it. So when you go when you go add a Gordon Hayward to get another score, and you add even a Marquise Morris, who's got you know a guy who can sort of as much as anybody can defend LeBron, he's sort of got the body type to do it. They had to trade Avery Bradley um, in that process. Now, am, Bra- am I the only one that just like I I overvalue maybe? Bradley, I feel like that's a big loss for them that no one really focuses on the stuff that he does that Hayward can't do. I don't know. Well, yes, I mean, uh, I, I know you are a, a avid listener of the podcast. So I, know, so. <laughs> I have, I definitely listened. Yes, I, yes, uh, I know you're just catching catch up mode, but no, I mean, we talked. I mean, I did a whole thing about it from out in Vegas and how I've talked, you know, and talking to people out there about the Wizards. The, the, the sort of the sense I got was a lot of people are not as high on Boston from a standpoint of challenging Cleveland that they probably haven't pulled away from 
the Wizards in Toronto. But in terms of the Wizards specifically, A.B. Bradley was the guy who would, you know, essentially guard Wall or Beal, depending on which the scenario was. And it would allow Isaiah Thomas yeah. to not have to deal with Wall. And he was a big pest. John Wall had said recently that Avery Bradley was a guy who was a, uh, you know, probably the toughest guy he had to deal with. Now you trade Avery Bradley, you know, whatever. This isn't about Boston. I'm just saying trading Avery Bradley away in terms of just the Boston matchup for the Wizards potentially, potentially makes it a little bit easier for Wall and Beal, which is obviously where the, the focus for the Wizards. Now, from the Cleveland standpoint, uh, Cleveland with Kyrie Irving, I thought they were going to have an, uh, be another team that was going to be in a great benefit from no Avery Bradley because, you know, you can't put Gordon Hayward on, on Kyrie um, and Isaiah Thomas would get smoked. I mean, because as an individual score, Kyrie is just, you know, ridiculous, the shots that he makes and all that. So, um, boy, I, I'm trying to look. Here. So anyway, so it, it, by the way, this is what makes the NBA so much fun. I literally had just been watching the jump on um, ESPN before this. And at the end, they were doing like a, some like summer grades or whatever. And at the end of it, it was sort of like uh, Zach Lowe was on and he was asked, so what, what's the big story of the summer? He's like, well, what happens to Carmelo? And I guess that's it. And if Carmelo ends up with Houston, eh, you know, it'll be interesting. I don't think that's enough to put them over the top, but it's interesting, whatever. But now you add a Kyrie situation where he ends up, I think is all kinds of, is all kinds of fascinating. Um, I just can't, it's just, it's hard to believe that he wants to leave there. I mean, I believe it, but I just. I believe it from the standpoint that he, he's never, he's never felt like a guy to me who was all about the winning over him, his own deal. Like it almost felt like he was having this sort of like, keep his, his his sort of vibe in check because LeBron was there, but that like he had, there was something, I mean, let's not forget, he's the one that hit, right? He hit the game winning shot in, in that game seven for them to win, right? I mean, it's, you know, LeBron was a, was the best yeah. player and all that, but he's the one who hit that shot and he's proven to be pretty clutch in, 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 in these spots. So he's shown on the big stage that he can handle it. And I, you know, I, I, I well, here is another, here is another point of this. The, the LeBron as teammate standpoint is always interesting to me because, to, uh, you know, how does he get these guys to work? You know, how does he get these pe- you know all these people around him? Sometimes it felt like earlier in his career that maybe he wasn't always, uh, I don't want to say not the best guy, like a human being, but in terms of like a teammate, I always sort of wondered how he, um, how he was in Miami. Of course, he had his dudes, but Cleveland, it was sort of a weird spot, right? Because he just went there to this young team. That weren't his guys, right? I mean, Kevin Love, he didn't, you know, wasn't his guy. Kyrie wasn't his guy. And he had, a, and they, you know, the whole thing was with Kevin Love. Boy, are they getting along, right? Didn't LeBron, wasn't there a thing like they took a picture and like Kevin Love wasn't in there? What did that mean? Oh, by the way, here's, yeah. more, here's more free agent news and, you, and you, you, you'll be happy with this one. Pau Gasol agrees to return to the Spurs on a three-year deal. I'm just waiting for the Roy Hibbert shoe to drop. As somebody, as I was talking <laughs> with somebody in summer league about that, they were, they were talking about the idea of where is he going to land. I'm like, yeah, well, good luck figuring that out because I don't see how that uh, how 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 that works. Um, so so let's say all a few years ago. Uh, no, he 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 is the poster child for how this game has changed dramatically. 
right, let, let's let's do this much at least. I mean, we're not gonna you know we're not gonna come up with the with the perfect trade here uh, on this uh, uh, thrown together uh, locked on Wizards podcast. But let's look at this first and foremost. Let's just make this clear. I know somebody out there will suggest this. Let's just make this clear. The Wizards will not be getting Kyrie Irving. Okay. <laughs> no. No. No, they will not be getting Kyrie. Although I will say that John Wall hasn't signed his extension. His agent is Rich Paul, who owns an agent, the, his agency with LeBron James, supposedly, even though I've been told LeBron doesn't technically own it, but it seems like he kind of does. Uh, so I'll just throw that out there. But no, John Wall, they're not trading John Wall for Kyrie Irving. Um, the, the Celtics, right? I mean, Isaiah Thomas is going into a, a contract year. Uh, but he is so beloved up there. I, I, like, you know, I'm not even looking at what Cleveland wants. I'm just like, it just, it just doesn't seem likely. I mean, Boston certainly has the assets. You trade Isaiah Thomas, you've got some other picks to make it work, but he's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like you take Kyrie Irving and he, he really changes your dynamic. I mean, that's one of the things about like a guy like Durant. Even though Golden State was this perfectly run machine, Durant went in there and he made it better. That wouldn't be the case with every guy. You couldn't take Russell Westbrook, put him in Golden State, and everything would work the same. I feel like Kyrie is more like a Westbrook. I don't think you can just throw him onto any team and and make that work. Hey, everyone. We're, it's a quick break here for a word from our sponsor, the sponsor of the Locked on Wizards podcast and a sponsor of the Locked on Sports Network. Of course, our friends at SeatGeek. You guys have heard me talk about how SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events, whether you're talking about concerts or, of course, uh, whatever sports you're into. And think about it like this now. With Kyrie Irving, we don't know right this minute. Is he going to be back in Cleveland? Doesn't seem like it. Is he getting traded to San Antonio, to the Knicks for Carmelo Anthony? Wherever he ends up, you'll be ready to go to go see Kyrie Irving play for his new team, right? It's going to happen. Got to happen. And you'll be ready to go because SeatGeek, We'll be, we'll make it an easy way for you to shop for tickets by using their app. That's the SeatGeek, uh, uh, app will save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And of course, you'll get the most bang for your buck. We'll see if the Cavaliers get the most bang for the buck. I'm going to guess they'll work it out, but you never know if uh, Kyrie's putting that news out there. Anyway, you'll get the most bang for your buck, but with, uh, but because SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Here's how you're going to go about this. you gotta, you got to uh, download the SeatGeek app on your phone. When you do, you're going to enter promo code LONBA, as in Locked On NBA. When you do that, enter that promo code LONBA, you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So again, download the SeatGeek app, promo code LONBA, and get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Uh, we'll see what the Cavaliers get back for Kyrie Irving if they move him. But come on, it probably won't be as good as this, right? Right. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, more of this conversation about what is going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers and Kyrie Irving. I think the Isaiah Thomas thing is sort of interesting because I don't think Boston's going to pay him the money that he's probably going to go asking for next year. Also, the idea that LeBron might not stay in Cleveland, this whole thing is really the uncertainty of the top dog in the East 
is really changing right now, which is why it's even better, I think, that the Wizards stay with Otto Porter. I mean, they're right there. And at some point, the Cavs aren't going to be the Cavs, and they're still going to be right there with their young, their young group. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, no, absolutely. So it's noted here on Twitter from Bobby Marks of ESPN, their uh, front office guy, that Kyrie is eligible for the design, designated player veteran extension. The same thing that John Wall has. Uh, if he earns an All NBA team during uh, this, if he makes an All NBA team during this coming season. Uh, I'm not going to get all the money, but anyway, he's due for one of those things. So, so that's something to consider, I guess, for any team that would potentially take him on if, if this happens, just to go through some of these other teams here, obviously Golden State, they're not going to, they're not going to mess with this. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, the team I've been wondering what the heck they're doing all kind of off season has been your, your Spurs. I say your Spurs. I mean, uh, you, you're, you're, you're a known fan. I'm, I'm sort of, I like the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been kind of wondering, what are they doing, right? They've got, you know, obviously you got Kawhi. He's great. I'm not a big LaMarcus Aldridge guy, but, you know, fine. He's an all-star. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't trust him in big spots to, to, to live up to the money, but okay, whatever. But then you look at their guards I and mean, they, they, they kept Patty Mills, who's a fine player, but, you know, he's not a difference maker at that position where in, 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 a, in an era when that position is so deep. And then you got Tony Parker coming off, uh, his injuries. And who knows when he'll right. be ready to go. So I don't know what they could give you back. I mean, if you, if you're making a trade, I mean, unless like they would take LaMarcus Aldridge and that would change what San Antonio looks like. I don't know how that would work, but, and also Kyrie just does not seem like a Popovich kind of player. So there's that, but would you like to talk my, me or yourself into, uh, thinking that the Spurs would be a, it, sort a of, it sort of feels like the Spurs have taken a, we're going to just wait around. Ky- Ky- Kawhi's still pretty young, and I guess with the money and all the, you know, they, they didn't have enough to make a move. It was rumored they wanted to get rid of Aldridge. He makes a ton of money. Um, it sort of seems like they're just going to coast and win, like, 55 games next year and eventually, you know, lose when they get to a certain round. They weren't able – I don't think they – you know, they, they couldn't keep Jonathan Simmons, who was super interesting. So I don't know really what they're doing. But, yeah, it seems like any trade that they make would have to involve Aldridge. So I don't know, maybe, maybe like, uh, you know, Danny Green's a really good defender and he can shoot threes. He's a pretty big guard, but yeah, they don't really have a lot of things that are super interesting to give away. So of course, Bill Simmons just did his uh, trade machine game where he, where he, where he he just did straight up John Wall for Kyrie Irving, uh, which of course I just discussed, but uh, yeah, Uh, I will throw out another scenario here. Our, uh, our pal, uh, Jay Michael just tweeted at me. And said a year ago, he said, you know, he always, he, he, J. Michael knows everything. <laughs> uh, a year, he said a year ago that he, that the Cavs should look to move Kyrie to Memphis for Mike Conley at the point when Conley was a free agent. And I do think there's actually something to that because if you look at the two scenarios, Mike Conley fits perfectly. I mean, he's a better player than Patrick Beverly, but he's more like that type of guy. He's a point guard who's not a, I wouldn't view him as like a true ball dominant guard and simultaneously he's very good at on defense which is what you would need right i mean if you're cleveland they didn't really i mean just looking at it let's just look at it purely in terms of facing golden state right 
I mean, you'd have right. somebody who can go up against Stephen Curry or or Clay Thompson to some degree with with him out there. Um, and Memphis, you know, Memphis is sort of moving into that realm of does anybody care about them anymore? I mean, Conley and Gasol have had a great run, but you know they're definitely on the downside. So, and Conley got paid the most money in the in league history. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, to be honest, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, look, I'm just looking around here really quick. I mean, the Clippers just made a whole bunch of moves. They've got some pieces. Like I, I mean, like I said, they've got Patrick Beverly. Uh, but they just signed that Tia Dosage kid who everybody loves. But yeah, I mean, if you had, I don't know, if you could, if you could put uh, Kyrie there, that would be, uh, that would be super interesting, but anyway, so so we're we're not going to figure this out here. But I but I, I thought this was worthy of a discussion. Uh, how, seriously, how how much? Okay, well, what do you think the odds are that Kyrie is on the Cavs next year? Well, look, I mean, literally this this news came out about five minutes before we started this podcast. So to say I haven't had time to digest it would be fair. <laughs> But that said, just yeah. reading these quotes, then reading the agent, like it'd be one thing if like the agent was coming out now and saying, "Oh, this is totally denying it, totally denying crap, it. yada yada yada." Uh, but, yeah. but but you put it He's in not. the whole you put it in the whole context. I mean, like there was something. I mean, I don't think I mentioned this here last week. Kyrie Irving said something about uh, Cleveland. I'm just trying to look this up really quick. He said something about having a weird off season in Cleveland. And um, I, I don't think he was talking. He said he called the clubs for standing quote peculiar. This is what this is from like a week or so ago uh, or, or, or a few days ago. He says, I understand we're in a very peculiar place. Irving told sports illustrated. We just have to, you know, make sure that all of our pieces are aligned first. And then we go from there it's summertime, a lot of craziness goes on in the NBA. Best to just observe and then see what happens. But obviously, there are some things um, that I'm pretty sure our organization wants to do. We'll go from there. Um, but anyway, all of this being out there, they have no GM. He's, you know, if if this is all true, he's saying he doesn't care about LeBron or he doesn't that he wants away from LeBron. I'd say 10% chance he's back. You you, you don't you don't do well, that. Because I mean, Cleveland's got another agenda. They need to keep LeBron happy. This could, on some weird level, be good for LeBron to keep him happy, right? If they can actually get some pieces that maybe LeBron likes better or compliments him better, and you know what I mean? Like, maybe that actually could be good for LeBron. But right now, you know, it's complete chaos. I mean, compliment LeBron better? Like, you said earlier in our conversation, when I think of Cleveland beating Golden State, I think a lot of Kyrie. I feel like they become... It'd be, it's, in my mind, it's really hard to replace him. Uh, it, it, it is. I mean, look, he's a tremendous scorer. Like, you, I, I don't know if we said this on this podcast or we said it before. Like, to me, it does feel like Kyrie is the kind of guy who can lead the league in scoring for a 30-win team. But I don't know if I necessarily know if I see him being, you know, so much. I don't see him being a, like a, some great player that turns a team around and um you know he's not he's obviously pretty lousy on defense um when i say compliment lebron better i mean lebron's getting up there he doesn't need to be having to do sort of all those things he has to do but he kind of has to because Kyrie's 
sort of one-dimensional, meaning offense, not one-dimensional on offense, but just offense more than than uh, than defense. Right. Anyway, yeah, this is this is used to me. You know, everyone talks about how great the NBA offseason is and this and that, and I I I I always agree with it in the moment, but then when you sit back and you say, well, everything that just happened is so cool and interesting, but we already know who's in the finals. If this thing happens, you can't say that. You know what I mean? Right. And 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 by the way, I don't, again, I'm not sure if we said this here, but we said it. We said we may have said this before we started. I mean, there was the rumor in the last few days that that the Nick or sorry that um, that Cleveland was 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 poking around with Derrick Rose. Now I thought that was to be more yeah. of a backup. I don't view Derrick Rose as a guy who who replaces Kyrie. Even like let's just say hypothetically, I'm making this up. You trade Kyrie for Carmelo Anthony. And Derrick Rose comes in to 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 fit, you know, to sort of take over the point guard duties. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that makes you better. It's it's certainly ha- crazy interesting, <laughs> but you know, maybe may, 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 yeah. maybe maybe that's where this is all headed. Yeah, no, the, but I think it was just this would be probably the most interesting thing that's happened because the uncertainty of LeBron making the finals would would be a, a real thing. And that's not something that we've had recently. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let me get you out of here on this since, uh, I mean, we've, I'm sure you and I have talked about this on here, but yesterday was in fact, Otto Porter, uh, happy day, uh, in- introduction for his press conference. Of course, for those who don't know, Bobby and I cover Georgetown, uh, and have for many years. So Otto Porter is a specific thing to us beyond the wizards. Uh, 106 million for four years. Uh, not asking if he's worth it and all that, but just like the, the, the idea that Otto Porter has you know, over six years from the time we saw him as a freshman to now, I mean, wh- what are your thoughts on that journey that, that, that he's gone, uh, that he's gone through that got to a point where, you know, he got, he got that kind of contract, the kind of contract that, you know, most players never even sniffed their whole career. It's definitely awesome to have seen it from, the very, you know, the very first time Georgetown made him, made him available to talk, which was probably January of 2012, to see what he's what he's evolved into. His game has improved everywhere, but at the same time, he came into Georgetown basically a guy that could kind of do everything. He's just gotten better at all those different parts, and he, you know, we you obviously never truly know someone, but he does seem like a really nice, great guy. He's very humble. He's very soft spoken. It's just it's hard to be anything but happy for him that he's put himself in this position. And, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about does he deserve it and people around town are comparing the money he makes to guys in other sports, and that's all nonsense because this is what the NBA is offering at this time, and he's eligible for it. So I'm, I'm so glad that they kept him. I think he's worth it, and it's been really cool to see it all go from basically, you know, the very the very beginning. Uh, absolutely. Uh, by the way, I just did this on the trade machine. Carmelo Anthony for oh, yeah. Kyrie Irving and Richard Jefferson does work. And the Knicks, I mean, uh, look, Kyrie Irving is from New Jersey. The Knicks have no point guard. If they trade Carmelo, they would need a star. Kyrie would give you that. They did just draft this kid eighth, but he's like 18 years old. He's nowhere near ready to go. Like, if this is the game, if, the, if, the, if, ever, if you know, I know Carmelo apparently, I guess, has been pushing on Houston, but Houston's struggling. The Knicks would certainly rather have Kyrie Irving back than Ryan Anderson or whatever other stuff they were going to get. So if, 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 well, if, plus, 
for the Knicks, if you have Kyrie and you've got uh, Porzingis, that's a pretty good start for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. And and also, I mean, just from an excitement standpoint, that would be uh, that would be pretty uh, pre- pretty you know pretty good. I mean, if you're going to lose Carmelo, and that thing has been just miserable forever. And you know, Carmelo and LeBron, oh, so it feels like that's they everybody's want they've wanted that to happen forever. So. Um, I don't even want to speculate what that would mean for the Wizards, but I will say if you tell me that it's Kyrie, uh, Carmelo Anthony and Derrick Rose in, Kyrie out, I'm not saying that the Wizards are are, are are beating Cleveland, but I'm not saying that Cleveland's looking like they're they're. I would say at that point it's up for grabs to some degree. I mean LeBron is LeBron, but let me see how that works with Carmelo, and then I'll and I'll get back. And Derrick Rose, I'm not trusting that guy if that's the way it went. It's been hard to trust him this whole career. Yeah. All right, but it's well, things are things are finally getting interesting. And hey, you know what? Maybe this is maybe uh, Chauncey knew a little bit about this, which makes him not taking that job absolutely brilliant. Oh, good point. Good point. All right, you can always trust that Bobby will give you great insight and very fun and snarky tweets on Twitter. So follow him on Twitter at Bobby Bancroft. Um, He'll definitely talk to you about Georgetown. I don't know how much he'll talk to you about Kyrie Irving from beyond this. He'll definitely talk to you about Georgetown. He's got lots of things to say. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Bobby, appreciate you jumping. Glad, uh, glad you were in your car. You were a captive audience. And, uh, yeah, what a fun, what a fun topic for a random Friday. Absolutely. Hope everyone has fun at the beach this weekend. Absolutely. All right, man. I will see you next week. <laughs> I will see you all next week with the more podcasts. Enjoy the beach if you are going. If you are, screw you because I'm not. I'm very jealous. All right. Signing off for the, for the Lockdown Wizards podcast. Ben Standig. Peace. Neil gets open for three. Dagger! Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the super light tree runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com code SUPER24.